0: So that makes us real human beings. So, Alden, here's here's something that's interesting. What, Jacob? Music. What sort of music, Jacob? Music from China. Wow, I don't know anything about music from China, Jacob. Well, that's good, because today on Real Human Bings, that's what we're talking about. Stay tuned, everybody. If you guessed the right thing on, on the last one, that means you get a prize. It's music. So I guess to start with this episode, uh, ever since Jacob and I came to China, we've always been always been really interested in like, what do people listen to? Because if you're just walking down the street and you're listening to like the generic music that gets played out of stores or like in taxi cabs, mm-hmm. the music tends to be like either music that's four years too old from the West, mm-hmm. right, or like just sort of generic, or like pop songs, yeah, from the West, pop songs from the West that are like dated. Uh, my heart will go on, like by Celine Dion. They really like they that fucking one. Fucking love that song. Uh, what else did they really like? Um, but there's also like uh club, yeah. Music. There's club music which the taxis will play, and um,
1: uh, um,
0: and clubs will play obviously. And and honestly,
1: I think what the first thing for our uh our
0: inception into this world of Chinese music was a gift from a gift from the gods really, is really that, yeah. that's really what I would call it yeah. um, I was
1: walking to school one day last year and I, I happened across a CD <laughs> that I think had fallen out of a taxi's place there a ta- taxi's car yeah, look, look, judging by um, the condition
0: of the CD you almost like he threw it away like maybe it was just broken maybe it's cursed well that would explain our recent string of bad luck you know in the household or the fact that <laughs> we're just lazy <laughs> We don't know how to lazy people who don't know how to do, how to do anything. Well, I think our house is doing great by the by. Um anyway, <laughs> uh um mm-hmm. uh that CD I, mm-hmm. I brought home and I and I placed and we we listened we listened to this together. Um and it contains the greatest music known to man. The greatest music known to man. I yeah. agree. Yeah. It's uh, it's 1 hour. I mean it cut it's it cuts out after an hour. Because the CD is so damaged. But it's like an hour and six minutes or something, 56 minutes or something like that, mm-hmm. of the same beat. Constant. Yeah, just dun, 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 dun. It's very simple. Dun, dun. It's four to the floor uh, techno beat with a hi hat on the offbeat. But uh, just, it's, it's almost mind numbingly interesting. It's almost trance like, you know? Like I listened to it for a prep once, uh, and I came out of that place a changed man. It had hollowed me out. Experience. Without the bit,
1: um, yeah, no, I didn't have that
0: experience with that. It sounded pretty typical of other Chinese music. <laughs> I think just listening to it constantly. Um, but, I mean, here's the thing. China's a country of 1.4 billion people that we like to say a lot of times. Yep. And, like, like it's not it. the fact that, like, are there any good... Are there is there any good Chinese mm. music out there? It's just a matter of where is it. Yeah, and right? finding it. Finding it. Because it's, it's, the, it's the compounded problem of, like, in North America... We have the problem of there's a lot of good artists out there, but they're hidden by the shit artists. In China, it's like doubly so, where like there's a lot of good artists and there's even more like like the, the there's well, good artists and then there's yeah. more shit artists. Well,
1: it can't be it can't be understated the amount of uh, influence that the government has on this too. True. Government runs the radios and therefore they also pretty much have to put their stamp
0: of approval on anything that yep. makes it big. Now, on the other hand, uh, if you go on a Chinese music app, you can find like literally anything. Yeah, like literally. I have. All of Kendrick's new stuff, I have all of Chance For free. Like, like for free. All of Jay zs new <laughs> album, like Kanye, out. all this stuff is like for free. And I realized I only just did rap and hip hop, which maybe I'm appropriating. Tame the, of Palace. Yeah, I three. Yeah. Um, Let's just list some other stuff. I'm pretty sure Mozart's on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I got could, some I got some Austin Lucas and some uh the Staves. Like mm-hmm. uh yeah. That new album It's people that, that you wouldn't
0: think were on there, you know, these kind of lesser, at least to me, yeah. even lesser known like mm-hmm. things that that I've never really thought about. Land of Talk. That's yeah, the I was one, gonna say. that's the one that it's a new one that you know, Canadian indie band that I literally I'm like he's the only fan. I'm the only one who I've ever met who's liked it um, or known it. They were on the episode three. Um, we,
1: me, we last uh, met them. Oh, we yes. mentioned. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, it, again, again, it's it's and and that becomes really hard because in the internet there's so many artists out there, and when you can't read Chinese. <laughs> uh, you don't really know what you're
0: going for. Um, so uh, because of that, like one day I was bored and just trolling through the music app on my China phone, and mm-hmm. I came across this one. I really wish I still had the picture. Um, maybe I can find it again. Mm. The, it was it was a playlist of all these different songs, and um, the, the album art was uh, Bart Simpson doing a dab. So I had to click on it. It was like a poorly edited, like, <laughs> Photoshop. Um, was it the Bill Gates dab? Have you seen that a little bit? Just to no. totally derail your conversation. Bill Gates was filmed doing a dab. And it's like the stiff... It's like the Zieg Heil of dabs. It's like oh, he does God. this, and then he, like... Like this. Poor <laughs> Bill. <laughs> it's like the... it's. He, he I wish lives you could up, see this. lives up to his name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, or his name. He lives up to his, uh, his, his persona yeah. of being a nerdy... Well, he is. He's just a nerd. Just a, he's just a nerd. He cuts his own hair. He wears the I, same suit. How much did he pay himself? Did nothing. Too much. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Shout out Party of 4 yeah. I directly stole that from you. Party of 4. We're you, still waiting on that season 2. <laughs> well, they have a patron, but they only have like 12 backers because nobody listens to Party of 4, sadly. And I really couldn't bring myself. <laughs> it's hard to justify. <laughs> You bought you bought four hundred video games on Steam. <laughs> Shush, five hundred and ten. Last I heard, it was under five hundred. And so. I said, and I said, punch me. <laughs> if, if I... All right, here's the punch. That was like A slap. It's a, a slap. Also, you didn't react at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got very derailed. No, sorry, Bart that was Simpson my Bart Simpson doing a dab. dab. That's yeah. the important yeah. thing to remember. Bart Simpson dabbing is what you got to take away from this podcast, everyone. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's it. So <laughs> moving on to the up. next one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Bart Simpson doing a dab. and uh, It was just a playlist of all these different uh, things, and it was a little bit like a uh, chill trip hop plus, you know, like some some like kind of like it was chill music. I don't, I don't know how else to really say that. Chill hop. Um, chill stuff. Yeah, but I mean, not not all of it. Trip a lot of chill. it, like a lot of it, I didn't care for. Um, mm. But some of it was okay. And and one of them did, in fact, have Celine Dion.
2: So my heart will go on. But chill. But chill. But chill. But Celine, Dion. Celine Dion. My baby let me know my whole real go oh Only you know my me my whole real go oh Your mind never go my how real go oh It's real like a dream My how real go oh My baby let me know my real go Oh Only you know my mate My real go
3: oh Your mind never go my real go
2: Okay,
0: so, um, started taking a greater interest. Both of us started taking a greater interest of uh, in in Chinese music, and we've we found a few artists that we want to share with you today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but before I start on that, I kind of want to. I've I, I, I've looked up a particular song mm-hmm. that I've kind of uh, that has some history behind it, and I've yeah. I've kind of kept this a little bit secret from Alden and I kind of want to see what his reaction mm-hmm. to it is. Um, uh, but but one of the artists that we both found is this one group called the shanghai restoration project it's it's amazing um, they are really cool um yes. they do a lot of electronic mm-hmm. stuff they're both uh i think it's two people it's a dj and then the girl is a singer um and uh they usually remix I it was all the samples what huh? that was all the samples. I it was the samples uh they have they have the one that we're going to listen to um, is a sample mm-hmm. but they also have like actual Similar songs yeah, yeah. um uh but Shanghai Restoration Project, uh, a lot of uh, they they have a variety of different uh, mm-hmm. things, and I came across them because it was an NPR piece, honestly. <laughs> okay. I like, I typed in I typed in like I don't know Chinese music or something, and it was one of the things that popped up. And yeah, I clicked yeah. Clicked on it, but uh, so what they did? What one one of their albums is they remixed a bunch of. Um, old uh jazz music Mm -hmm. from like the 1930s and 40s of china and that's a really interesting time because it's right around the you know the china's still trying to become a republic you know they're still holding on to that idea there's a western you know but it's like an infusion of different things it's a very interesting combination Mm -hmm. it's like a country of three parts i think we talked about it last podcast or maybe we didn't at all um we talked about how, like, China, modern China seems to lack, like, a soul. And that's something I want to talk to you about later um, with the, in regards to music. Uh, when we talked about the beach walk, I can't remember exactly what we're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, lack of a history. Lack of a history. Um, or lack of a like history to look back. Well, for. that's something uh, we'll talk about later in music. Let me hear this new song, this fresh okay, new so song. Okay, so I want to I wanna just go through. Uh, the, the song itself is called Rose, Rose, I Love You. And it was originally in a 1940. It was Mandarin. Um, and it was included in a uh, movie called The Singing Girl. And this is uh, this is a sample is of, this, the, this is the original song. This is the original, okay. is the original song um, right here. Mm-hmm. And this is sung by Yu Lee. Anyways, very jazzy, right? Yeah. A good old record sound so anyways um she's saying uh megway rose rose i love you mm-hmm. um i don't actually know all the li- i i looked it up at one point but i can't find the lyrics mm-hmm. again in mandarin at least so that's the um the original right i did like that one though. It's yeah nice, it's nice, it's nice right um i don't know what the singing girl is about but i think that could maybe even be a, another thing for another time is yeah. like there, there's, there's a ton of these. And, Should we and, talk about Chinese film? Next yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we totally could. I, I think, I think this, this time period in particular has a lot of really cool stuff yeah. when it comes to that. This is the remixed version with uh, that Shanghai Restoration Project did, and they sampled that original version. We're going to hear a little bit of it mm-hmm. right now. This is um, the first Shanghai project that I heard, and it's really good. Yeah, it's it's really probably good. my favorite. When i heard this i was like oh yeah good quality taste The, what I like to is it's actually not the cleanest uh, sample. Mm-hmm. So like it still has like sometimes when you sample you just like strip yeah. the you strip the vocals out. And this VIT song they actually not at the break they don't strip the horns out or yeah. like the original. Yeah like, yeah they that's Keep true. both in, so I you like can that. still yeah, hear. Yeah. The, it's like he's basically just like lowered the volume of the thing and like overlaid his own stuff over it mm. rather than like stripping parts out, which is like a a style. So it still maintains its its yeah. character. Its structural right? integrity. Yeah yeah so this is like... It's more wh- like he's embellishing. He's yeah. like taking an old painting and like just like zammed the fuck out of it. Through through a, through a filter, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, this is, I think, an Still exemplification of what, you know, Shanghai Restoration Project does mm-hmm. the best mm-hmm. is like remixing these old things, making them awesome. There's another one uh, called The Wandering Songstress, which is also from... Uh, a film. A film. I really liked it because it's all like footage from the actual mm-hmm. film itself too um, so anyways we have we have those two uh, those two uh, mm-hmm. examples of Rose Rose I love you um, but that was not all for this song <laughs> this song made a resurgence 10 years later uh, in 1941 or 1951 excuse me mm-hmm. uh, it was brought to um, uh, uh, the UK actually by this guy named Winford Win yeah, Winford Lane. He smuggled it out in his anus. Uh, yeah, like, I guess hide from the communists. I mean, I think I th- I think the story goes he was like he traveled to Hong Kong and he heard this song and then he was like, oh, that's really cool. But it's weird because he's UK. Uh, this this he wrote the he wrote the song and uh, this guy Frankie Lane mm-hmm. uh, actually uh, sang it and mm-hmm. uh, um, it got to. Number three on the charts, damn! So it's pretty big hit back in year. Yeah, so I want you At to least listen to four it. people listen to it on the BBC. <laughs> this, this is so this this one Alden has no, no. direct thing. And Not when I heard referenced. it, I was just I don't know, I was stunned. Uh, I don't know if you'll have the same exact reaction to me, but here it is. Here's here's yeah. Frankie Lane's version of Rose. Yeah, what Rose if I, what idea. if I like it? You might love it. I I don't know. Well, um, maybe I, like it I wish I had the does it have the lyrics on it? Maybe.
3: Rose, Rose, I love you with an aching heart What is your future? Now we have to part Standing on the jetty as the steamer moves away
2: Flower of
3: Malaya, I cannot stay
2: Make way, oh make way What's, uh, uh, what's your first impressions
0: you here? It's very 1950s. Yeah. It's a very... It's so colonial. I would listen to this while playing Fallout. This is a very Fallout song. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It reminds me of Burma, which... Be upstairs, be upstairs ready my angel. Mm-hmm. Which the idea being, you have a British man who's married to a British woman. And it has an Asian mistress. Yeah. You know, be upstairs ready, my angel. And Burmans would have got no, because the British lives, were colonial powers there. So 1920. Rose, Rose, I love you with your almond mm. eyes. With your almond eyes. That's one thing that I wanted to bring up. So there's there's that line there Rose, Rose, I love you with your almond eyes. So, okay, this is, a, this is an interesting thing. <laughs> Where, like, what do you think of that? Okay, so there's there's like two sides to this argument here. Like one, yeah, super racist, obviously. Like no question about it. But when you describe your physical characteristics of your lover, how do you describe it without either A, just being like generic as possible, mm-hmm. or describing a specific ethnic feature? <laughs> so like, for example, I think of songs mm-hmm. um, like... Uh, Nina Simone, who frequently references the skin color of people, but that's because it's important to the song, right? Like, so if you're talking about an it's, Asian woman whom you fall in love with, yeah. if you're describing them to somebody via a song, you have to say like. Yeah, her eyes are like it's, almond shaped. It's it's a little it's a <laughs> <laughs> just a tad a little bit more controversial when it's a white dude. Yes. No, I'm, singing, I'm in that's particular. Say, that's what I'm. In, I'm not denying the fact that it's a white man saying it in this style. Like yeah. I don't know. This 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 just screams like the the whole like like just it just it's just it's, just, it's gross. <laughs> like it, it's really great. It would be really great in a game like Fallout. Yeah. Like that that's perfect. Like I I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. But um. I don't know. This just—it's like so. It's like those sort of things. That I guess too. It's also like totally dependent. I think, or not dependent, but like an interesting problem—not a problem. sort right. of If you were—if you were married uh-huh. to an Asian woman, and you were just waxing poetic about her, Rose, Rose, Rose I, I love, love you, you. When you're something that, yeah. So it keeps the it keeps yeah, the melody, yeah. right? And even says so Meg White. Well, no, he says this. This is something else I wanted to bring up. These are the two. Big points that yeah. I had. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't say make yeah. He says make way. Make way for my rose. Really? So he doesn't... Because it sounds like make Are you may, sure it's make may- sure may- Yeah, yeah. Because huh. that, that's the official lyrics. Like I, that's, why I, that's why I wanted to find... I couldn't find one. I didn't click on the one. That's that actually... On okay, so this, yeah. is, uh, this yeah. is actually an interesting... Uh, <laughs> kind of weird connection. Kind of off topic. Yeah. There's a, a light rail station near where we live. Called oh, yeah. the, it's called the Ching Gui. Yeah. But if you just say it fast, it sounds like Ching Ching-we. So when I That's first learned when I first learned about it, I thought it was like, oh, it's the Qing space way, as in W A Y in English. Yeah. That's just the thing. I was like, no, 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 it's the Qing way, and it just mm-hmm. is handily right. The same. so it's it's easy. So this guy like heard the yeah. song, and he's just like, make it's way, this, make this, way. This, this British guy who was <laughs> in Hong Kong was yeah. like. Jolly good! This make, is a make way. Yeah. Oh, make way for my Chinese <laughs> almond-shaped rose. My,
2: yeah, I wasn't talking my, about her
0: eyes. She's shaped like a literal almond. She's she's wrinkly. I don't know I round shape. I just think that it takes all the like cool parts, like the the horns and whatnot, and no, oh. it just it just it just it's makes them born. so gross. It's yeah. super boring. Yeah. It's very traditionally fifties. Like it's yeah. got the like polyphonic voices yeah. the melodic the harmonizing yeah. in the background and it's just it's boring it's 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 something you'd go listen to if you were like 80 and went to the bingo hall <laughs> <laughs> do you think they, i mean i guess it got to number three over yeah it was so popular it had to have been popular i just don't really necessarily understand it that well yeah but um, your parents don't understand your you know kanye west Chance the rapper stuff it's just because it's just a generational thing. I'm not saying an excuse is racist. I'm just saying that you are not understanding it. Why are you? So yeah, that that was just the one thing that I wanted to do as like an introduction. I think. I think To how like I American see, when English you, names make when it, you put it shittier. When you describe this, debate. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna yeah. t- I'm you my yeah, yeah go for it. Go for when it. you described the version, I yeah. thought it was a country song. Well, it has a little tinge. No, of the country. no, that's zero country. Yeah, it's got a little bit. It's like it's like a little cowboy esque No. Yeah. No. It's a little bit. No. It's a. British. All right, we're asking you guys. Well, Frankie Lane's a, a English, a, a, a American dude. But you said it topped UK charts. Yeah, no, the 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 songwriter was from UK. The singers. In Where which built which, which Billboard did it top UK or the US? The Wikipedia article. <laughs> It sounded more, like, down-homey. It sounded like Pennsylvania suburbs. That's what it sounded like to me. There's you know so much about those Pennsylvania suburbs. It just sounded like what I picture Pennsylvania suburbs. No, not a fucking vaguely homo-chapped... <laughs> oh, <pictured> <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes it's think got it was- like, but it's got like a weird, like it's it's vaguely country. I would say uh, how's it country little bump 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 I'm saying it's it's mm. dumb mm. like I'm not saying I'm saying it's vaguely it's got so all countries that, dumb and, is and, what you're saying no wow. I'm saying wow. I'm saying this song does nothing right it's not a good country right. right. song it's not a good right it's just a generic song that somebody stole from but I don't know I don't understand how it got to number three and I understand that music tastes are different and blah, blah 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 but like but really, but how did how does did, this how have did, a soul? Does that, that does that did, music have a soul? Like how did Taylor Doggy How did Taylor Swift's whatever song that everybody hates because it's not good get to number whatever? Like you see what I'm saying? Like pop shit climbs the ranks all the time. All right, you can't. I'm speaking more on like a rhetorical level, <laughs> like being like I can't. Like why? I see a cosmic question. Yeah, a question. Yeah, of the cosmos of the cosmos. Thank <laughs> you, Carl Sagan. Yeah. Thank you. Shout out to Carl Sagan. May Shout restock. out Carl Sagan, friend of the pod. He is dust. Um. <laughs> anyways, that was kind of the entry point for what yeah. I was thinking about. And I, think, like, I, think just, I think it was I think of the three, I like the OG the most. You like the OG one? The yeah. Most. yeah. Really? I, I kinda I prefer I like the remix. I prefer the OG. It's like I how... of smoother. The sax is nicer. The voice Gets lost a little bit, I think, in the remix. Yeah. It kind of gets dulled a little bit. They do have a, they do have an original that's not with the, not mm. with a sample. It's mm. with an actual, it's with a singer. Mm. Um, is it better?
1: I like, I like the sample better because yeah. it's a little bit more dirty.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. No, I think I just like the original because the voice is clearly fluttering. Like you can hear it flutter a little bit. Okay well uh vote vote on uh dot com yeah. and on twitter uh, and tell us tell us what tell us which one you think was the best mm-hmm. which version nineteen fifty one american version the new remixed version or the original yeah Anyways. if you pick the American one we will unsubscribe you from our podcast <laughs> bringing our bring our daily viewership down <laughs> by ten percent <laughs> um <laughs> So anyways, uh Shanghai Restoration Project. They have some other ones uh, mm-hmm. which are great, mm-hmm. but they are not no. the only one that no, we have. Not. Alden, you found one. Yes. You found mm-hmm. one recently. I was I found one because I got jealous. Jacob was finding all this <coughs> sick Chinese music, and I was like, fuck, I gotta get on this bandwagon. So I did a little trolling and uh, I just searched I actually searched project. I just searched project on, on, your Chinese on my Chinese music, music, app. music yeah. app and I just searched project because I was trying to find the Shanghai Project mm-hmm. and I was like, that'd be nice to listen to that also and then it's said, this one came out called Jungle Miko Project this yeah. is Jungle and then M-I-C-O so maybe it's Miso Project so, I don't who know who knows, Soft hard sea. who knows I know very Would, little about that <laughs> the Jungle Miko Project just don't struck bad. me as like a particularly innovative electronic it's definitely much more dancey Different more clubby. Yeah, yeah. Whereas there's Shanghai lunch, is more like I don't know, not, not relaxed. Yeah, chill. Yeah, you put it, it on in your much. coffee shop. Yeah, 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 are, yeah. Coffee shop right, vibe. It, it, this it, one's it, way more of like a, a club. Yeah, you jump to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're awesome. The the is there a particular song to remix? Of, which which of, it's, it's the one that you it's the one that you like. I don't know because there's a lot. I think the Eddie Bennett Town one. Hold on. I really like the original. Honestly, just go to the original one. Okay. Um, the original one, I have no idea what the actual words yeah, are, we have or no even ig- what the title is. Yeah, um, but it starts off with this like chant. I don't know what it is. It's... It sounds like a tribal... Yeah. Or it's it's just... That a little It's bit acapella. Too. Yeah. It's just
1: acapella. And this little, like,
0: little... Woo-woo. It's so good, because mm-hmm. it just punches through. Then the kick comes in. Mm. My vibe a lot of this too is that it reminds me of my youth. Yeah, it's a lot of hippie dances, and this would be like primo hippie Does, like dance music. Okay, this was kind of the thing. When I say tribal, I kind of mean like First Nation, you yeah. know, like Native American. Type oh yeah, things, you know? Like tribal white hippies pop that shit yeah. wholesale. Well, and I mean, don't yes. Care. I was just <laughs> saying, do you do you see a connection between that and this? Yes, totally. Okay, 100. Okay. okay. Then it goes into much like a much harder like beat yeah. here. And yeah, like, yeah, very hard. Yeah. It's still good though. Like it's still like, and it's listenable too. Yeah, it's, it's listenable, not like it's, it's not like it's like I would only yeah. listen to this at the club. Yeah. It's like it's nice. I don't I'd know. I put this it's on. Cool. You know, really? I, I listen to them at least I'd say once or twice a week, mm-hmm. maybe three times. Yeah, like I listen to like all their songs, Instead of back to back, just mm-hmm. to get pumped up. They're really good for like dancing. They're really good for getting your energy up. So I was really happy that I found them. Looks yeah. like the photo shows three. I don't People? know. Honestly. and then the album's called Dreaming in the Dance. I did no research on these guys. I didn't either. They were kind of your band. Not that, I'm, not that I'm, you know. No, you can placing shame. You, blame. Can, you can place blame. <laughs> placing blame on any. I didn't even know what the A section was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm lost, man. But you yeah. love them, but we, we love the music, and that's all that really matters. That's right. Love the music, hate the vibe. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know either. <laughs> Jacobs really loves the, the brains
1: behind uh sorry to interrupt bad news, I lost a lot of the audio from this episode, pretty much like half of it, unfortunately, due to Audacity being really annoying. So this section is pretty short, a lot shorter than we meant it to be, um, we lost a bunch of section about us talking about rap in China, rap and hip hop, which is really disappointing because we had a lot to say about it, it's some good stuff. The good news is, we're going to do this again, because we really liked this episode, and we really liked uh, talking about the music here. It combines a lot of the stuff that we're interested in, a lot of the unique experiences that we've had, so stay tuned for that. We're going to do another one. Also, we lost the audio where Amanda, a real human being guest star, blah blah, comes in and enters the room as well, so um, she's been here like the whole time ah uh, through the magic of audio recording so anyways let's get back to some music
2: 你的样子我都依然记得 and, will be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and we just got
1: into talking about it, and they were impressed by the fact that I even knew the names of these people. So,
2: um, and then it came out that one of the
0: students who was talking to is also rap. Right. Yeah. His uh, friend makes his beats. Um, yeah, and honestly, like. Doesn't sound that bad. I have no idea what the guy's name is because it's all in Chinese. <laughs> But, uh. Shout out to the student. Shout out to the student. Yeah, this one's the chill one. Oh, is that picture? It's
1: a good one, right? Yeah, the pictures are good too.
2: She It's good. It's like that amateur like shit that I like, you know? He's doing his
0: best. See, I don't, I don't see that. I think this sound is just as polished as some of the other stuff that. No, we I'm not saying it's not polished. To be honest, like, I'm impressed. This kid, not I'm super impressed yeah. too. Like, I'm not saying it's not polished. What I'm saying is that you can just hear the way the voices set up that it's a home mic. Glass, glass houses though. What? Glass houses though. No I'm, no I'm I'm, Dude I'm not saying it's bad What I'm saying is that it's That's what I like about it That okay. he's just like I, fucking I, doing so it So this
1: is the thing I can't tell Like I can't oh. tell at all
0: I think my problem that I have with a lot of the Chinese music is that it sounds soulless. I remember going to Beijing and I was walking along, it's just like, just north of Tiananmen Square. It's like the lake, it's one of the park districts, and there's like all these like bars and stuff. Mm. And we were walking, me and Julia were walking past it, and there was like, bar music, music bar number five, music bar number four. And in each one of them, there was a guy with a guitar and a girl singing. Mm. And it was like, they clearly had been hired because they, that was the like, act. Mm. And they had done it for each bar. And it was just this, like, soulless, like, my heart will go on guitar plus voice thing.
4: But that's what's popular. Yeah, but like, why is that popular? They love ballads.
0: But it doesn't, like, the, maybe it's just my taste that is against it, but I just think about, like, music that's popular in Canada, or music that's probably in North America. I can, like, identify, like, 10 million different artists. Like, I can walk down a street in Vancouver and be like, that bar's playing heavy metal. That bar's playing, like, indie. That bar's playing techno. That bar's playing jazz. Boom, boom, boom! In China, it's like that bar is playing literally the same music as every other bar. There's like no variation.
4: That I, there, I agree with you. you There's have, no variation. But you, if that's what's popular, then why? But the
0: why is it all popular? Like, is it just because they have the lack of access to like to other options, or is it just every they just uniformly agree? No, this is the music for China, and like I'm not gonna. By the way, guys, uh, Amanda's been here the whole time. You might not have known that, <laughs> yeah. but uh, real human <laughs> being Amanda. Welcome her back, everybody! Yeah, woo! Okay, you didn't... Okay. What? I can't clap? Well, look, no. look at how loud it is compared to everything else. This...
5: <laughs> <sighs> oh,
0: Anyways, um... Those are just a few of our favorite things in China for for music. Even though Alden thinks that it's all soulless and awful. That's Anyways, moving on to our second <laughs> thing, we have another soulless, awful person in Jerry Springer. But maybe there's more to him than we previously thought. Uh, in next, next up, the, the Jerry Springer archives. The Real Human Being Church. Yeah.
1: So, music we're listening to right now is another track by Jungle Miko. One of the things that I'm always fascinated by living in China is the fact that there is so much here which we in the Western world have no perception of. I'm sure that translates to like a Chinese person going to America as well, but it's still an interesting experience nonetheless. One of the things that got lost in the audio Uh, is that I had this conversation with a bunch of students and we talked a lot about this one TV show called The Rap of China, which is this kind of singing competition where they have a bunch of rappers get up on stage and it's like American Idol competition, stuff like that. I really want to start watching it just to see what that's like. would not have known about it for coming here. Okay, so next up is going to be our second official Real Human Bing search where Alden is actually the expert for once. Pretty surprising. Anyway, it's a fascinating look into a man that I really honestly didn't know that much about, but at the end of this, I knew more than I ever needed to. Also, Amanda disappears for this part because we recorded it earlier. Sorry, Amanda.
0: It's time for the Bing, Bing search. search. The Bing search. It's the Bingiest <laughs> search around. So uh, Bing search. Jerry Springer Um, This was brought on by a request from one of our real human beings of the past Shout out to Julie Yeah, word up Uh, She asked us about our opinions on Jerry Springer and initially we didn't have many but then I uh, binged him and then went to the Wikipedia article so it's not really a bing search but it's on Wikipedia and the man is actually quite interesting Uh, I was surprised so I'm just going to start laying out some facts here and then uh, Mm -hmm. we'll just sort of talk our way through them yeah, yeah. So I'm interested right, right off the bat. Full name Gerald Norman Springer. Oh, by the way, Jerry Springer is like if you don't know, uh, he was a he's a talk show host. He runs a Jerry Springer show, which is like, yeah. Describe like because like the Jerry Springer I show is like kind of like what it is, but like what it's like a tabloid show. It's like you know those tabloids that say like aliens landed on this blark smack and it's got a, a dwarf midget baby and like there's like weird stuff. Yeah, but don't they have actual people? On yeah, and yeah. They're yeah. Like, yeah, it's like that but real. It's like that, but real. They bring but, those but people like, on. Do, do they have the same like breakdowns as like Maury? Like, where they're like, you are not the father. I'm you not sure. I think they pioneered that. It's been mm. a while since I watched Jerry Springer. I mean, there's oh, a yeah. famous Weird Al Yankovic song. Um, mm. I've been wasting my time watching that that Jerry Springer. Bow, 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 whatever that original song is. I have no idea. I'll have to look it up. That's one week. Yeah. It's one ladies. week, but it's been it's been mm-hmm. one, one week, week since uh, the show about... It's one week, but about Jerry Springer, and the guy's uh, obsessed with Jerry Springer. Okay, okay. And it's like going through all the, like, you know, midget transvestite who's a vampire stuff like that. It's been
2: one week since we got to see Cheating lovers and cousins that marry Five days since they had the show With the hermaphrodite, the slut, and the crack we heard the tale about the guy who learned his woman was a male. yesterday it occurred to me that I've been watching a bit too much Jerry Springer holy cow did you see it last week well I yeah, had this one freak who sucker punched his whole family do you recall when the brawl became a total free for all and Jerry's in the middle trying to be the referee hey see the stripper with the implants she likes to laugh dance and date the boyfriend of her mother now here comes Jerry's next guest and it's a slugfest cause it's a trailer trash brother if a maniac comes back and crack it's like when animals attack they all exhibit reprehensible behavior Hit him in the notes, or off their clothes, up on. That's how it goes, they get so violent, they have to sign a waiver They're always hoaring, cursing, kicking, button point pointing blame On the air, they don't care, they got no shame There was one guy who I'm sure felt the little strange When he found out that his wife had a sex change They have a dentist, he does creep and yell constantly They have a history of ripping off their shirts It's been a long week since they had the fight
0: um, Anyway, Jerry Springer like brings on these interesting guests And talks to them and the crowd is all like hype They're like, Spring, i Springer They're like the original like,
1: world star
0: kind of crowd you know, it's pretty
2: hype. It's kind of nervous on national TV, I know, but like, I wanted to ask, like maybe, like you know, you could be my girlfriend. Well, Brad, I have to tell you, I'm a man.
3: <laughs> I'll try anything once.
0: Uh, I recommend watching it, uh, just for some, some kicks and giggles. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so his full name, Gerald Norman Norman Jerry Springer, and he was born 1944. Uh, his show, The Jerry Springer Show, uh, which is listed as a tabloid talk show, has been running since its debut in 1991, and he had a podcast, which he started in 2015. Ah um, oh, jeez Jerry. Yeah, I know, right. Now we gotta compete with him uh, too. Man. Oh boy. He's an American television presenter, he's a former lawyer, politician, news presenter, actor, and musician. Mm-hmm. And this is what I find really interesting. There's a couple things right off the bat. Just scrolling through Wikipedia, right away it lists him as the 56th mayor of Cincinnati from January 1st, 1977 to January 1st, 1978. <laughs> wait, wait. So how <laughs> he did was, he run, how did he run how did he run his uh, his his like office like his administration? Did he, was he, was he was a Demo- he, like, he's democratic. He's, he's a, a Democrat. Democrat. He's a Democrat. Yeah. Huh. He's, well, but but did he like did he like like you know? When he only he had was, a year. <laughs> did, he, did he appoint like? Like, a ton of, like, transvestite no, l- or something? I mean, like, if you think about his timeline, 91, if you're born in 44, you're, uh, quick math here, 90, you're, like, 50, mm-hmm. right? Wait, wait, if, w- when you're born when? If you were born in 44, yeah. and 1991 is when he started the show, how old was he when he started the show? It's like around his fifties. Yeah, Yeah, right. So like he started the show. Hey, get those. Well, well, wait. No, uh, when when was he mayor? How old was he mayor? Seventies, you say? Nineteen seventy-seven to nineteen seventy-eight. So he would have been thirty-three. Thirty-three. It's pretty young. Hey, I'm thirty-three, and I'm the youngest mayor of Cincinnati. (laughs) Hey, get your get your get your popcorn here. (laughs) Um... And he. Hey, <laughs> Mister Transvestite, uh, you want to be my Secretary of State? Is that, is that Cincinnati accent? Yeah, that's that's a that's a genuine Cincinnati accent, right? Where there. is Cincinnati? Cincinnati Ohio? Is in Ohio. Yeah. That's right. Do they have a football team? Cincinnati Bengals. All oh, right, we were talking but, about them earlier. Right? Like, why does that like rar? Where are the Bengals? I don't know. Maybe uh maybe that's what his his main thing was. He started the Bengals. Anyway, <laughs> he start that would be impressive. Can you imagine? He's also a football. He's football a football coach. owner. Here. He's also a football coach. Yeah. All right, guys, this is the. <laughs> get out there and get him! I don't know why I always go with the Mid Atlantic whenever yeah. it comes to. In what, what, what else is Jerry Springer now? For? Okay, so I'll just start with where he was born, which I find really fascinating. He was born in Highgate Tube Station in London while the station was in use as a shelter from German bombing during World War II, which means he was born during an air raid. Yeah. So his mother, who was probably very pregnant, had to go into the bombing shelter and then gave birth to him. How? In. A station was was bombing still going on? Oh yeah, all the way until the at, end. At the time of forty four, yeah, all Well, the like not with an airplane though. What? I'm trying to think how to say this. I mean, was he conceived during an air raid too? Uh, yeah. I mean, you he, know, he like, probably would have been conceived at around the forty three. I think there was a bit of a lull, but forty four is, like, is when they get this like, hey baby, these bombs are coming all hot. I'm bothered. No, uh, forty-four. All I say forty-four. <laughs> forty-four was uh, the V one and the V two rocket. So mm. there's still air raids every now and again, which mm. I mean that's pretty so cool. So he was born in a dirty subway tube. Yeah, or a tube station, a highgate tube station. Mm. His mother, Margot, and his father, Richard Springer, who owned a shoe shop, and he was and her mother, his mother was a, sh- a bank clerk, were Jewish refugees who escaped from Landsberg an der Wart. Which basically I think is Landberg's on the water. Germany. Mm-hmm. Which is in Poland. Um, wait. It's now in Poland. Oh. It was in Germany at the time due to oh. you know the occupation mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. Yeah. I guess that, that makes sense. His maternal grandmother, Marie Kelman, so that'll be his mother's mother, died in a gas truck in Poland. His oh, pa- boy. <laughs> it's getting dark now. This is uh, <laughs> His paternal is grandmother, Selma Springer, also died in a concentration camp along with his great-uncle. Woo! Um, but again, like, you think Jerry Springer, he's a guy who's got, like, a... Sh- like, people, when they think of Jerry Springer, they think of, like, a sleazy dude who brings on these weird characters onto a show. But, like, his backstory already is, like, crazy interesting. He's like Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. He could have been Magneto. So, wait, uh... <laughs> He kind of looks, <laughs> <like, he kinda laughs> looks like Magneto. Oh, my God. I mean, look at him. Alternate... Utter- yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, my God. I could see it. I could, that could be Magneto, that right? That could be Magneto. Like, actually, I would... Okay, okay so, alternate universe. Here, let me... Alternate yeah, universe. Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer is Magneto. Okay, but so Jerry Springer uh, looks kind uh-huh. of very, like, affable, like a cheerful old man. Yeah. And I think, like, one of the things that would have been a great twist, like... Looks like a nice a, uncle. Yeah, Ian McKellen mm-hmm. is an intimidating-looking dude. He's, he's sort of got gravitas, right? He's yeah. got he's got. A, a, you wouldn't want to mess with him. Exactly. It wouldn't it be great if Magneto was like this sort of like a cheerful uh-huh. dude, but he just like firmly held these beliefs that were so yeah. Well, like, I mean, he was like he's just like a, a nice guy. Wouldn't that? Yeah, that would that would. Or be not kinda, like a nice guy, that, but he's like that he, would make it cooler. Yeah, if he's kind of like Kristoff, well. This is flipping script, yeah. like <laughs> who I thought he's like of a Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> Christoph Waltz in *Inglorious Bastards*, where he's like, like very pleasant. Yeah, he's very polite, pleasant. But then he can drop, it can drop like, into like a very oh man, aggressive, that would be a great Magneto, right? Like I actually think of this movie, uh, which I talked about recently, *Eastern Promises*, which has got Vigo Mortensen by David Cronenberg. Really good film. It's about Russian lobsters, and uh, it's about this. It's again, sort of a depressing story, but. One of the main villains in it is this grandfatherly, like, Russian guy who's, like, always like, come in, come in, have some borscht. Like, he's a very mm. nice guy, but he's, like, he's he's raping an underage prostitute. It's, like, he's, like, he does really bad things. Yeah. But he's so nice that the, the woman who's sort of, like, the protagonist can't help but, like, like him when she first meets him and, like, yeah. trust him just because he's so friendly and, and so genuine-seeming. Yeah. So, would so be, that would be cool to see that and then, yeah. like, see the, and the turn yeah. when Magneto, like, he's was like, Because, yeah. I mean, like, Magneto's been, eh, we're getting way and, off, like, it's to like, Magneto's been portrayed as this, like, very dour yeah. guy. But like, how is he not charismatic? Like, he's not, yeah. like, who's going to be like, I'm going to follow this grumpy old man who really hates... That's true, yeah. yeah. Like, he's, he's not very Like, Professor X is kind is of, like, you know... Yeah, because well, Professor X is, like... But also, Professor X has got a whole can of worms because, like, we don't know if he's just mind controlling everybody. Yeah. Like, there's no way of knowing he's just not. Yeah, his his power, you know, Professor oh. X O P. Yeah. Um, anyways, so okay, so back to spring. so so his 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 family is is escaped the Nazis. These, then and, in, then in, and then in '49, they go to the United States and they live in Queens in Kew Gardens. Oh, okay. Ken's Forest High School, Forest Hills High School. Hey. <laughs> We're in Queens. His earliest Queens. memories about current Queens. events was when he was 12 and he watched the 1956 Democratic Convention on television hmm. and was impressed by John F. Kennedy. I believe. And he was like, yeah, that I believe. In the future, we will have a TV show <laughs> about transvestite midgets.
1: Oh, gee, Dad, that's going to be me someday. JFK was speaking to me.
0: That's so- my son. I'm going to go make some shoes. <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> German. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so he he gets a law degree in 1968 hmm. um, from Northwestern University, and he's a partner of a law firm from 73 to 85, hmm. and he actually serves as the political campaign advisor to Robert F. Kennedy, following the sem- Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He was a he became is- he became a political campaign advisor to Robert F. Kennedy. This is kind of like... Because, like, Cal Penn, you know, from yeah. from Harold Her- and Kumar? Yeah. Like, he was he was a White House, like, chief of yep. something. Yep. And, and like... And like I'm he trying did, to like, think press release and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to
1: think of the other guy. Oh,
0: man. I had another example, but that's the only one I can think of. Yeah, Cal Penn, he's, like, an actual, like... But he's, like, a comedian. It's, it's weird. It's like... Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> Would not have expected that. So he... In 1970... He ran for Congress, mm-hmm. and he failed to unseat, inc- unseat incumbent Republican Donald uh, D. Clancy, but he took, he failed, but he took 45% of the vote mm-hmm. in a traditionally Republican district. Was it, was it um, I'm assuming, New York? I'm assuming Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati. Let me see. Let me, okay. I'll check Donald D. Clancy here. Sure. I mean Ohio, second district of Ohio. Okay from yeah, 61 it, to that'd 77. Be, that'd be Cincinnati, right? Yeah. They're yeah, somewhere around there. Probably. He had previously spearheaded an effort to lower the voting age, including testifying before the Senate. I want babies. Babies yeah, voting. voting. It, it, <laughs> later on this Jerry Springer show, this baby <laughs> tried to vote. <laughs> he Anyways. was he, he tried ratification of the twenty sixth amendment. What's For, what's the twenty sixth amendment? I don't even know. Uh, prohibits the states. And federal government from using age as a reason for denying the right to vote to citizens of the oh. United States who are at least 18 years old. You know, that's... The wow. drive to lower the voting age from 21 to 18 grew across the country in the 60s, huh. in large part to student activism. Wow. The amendment occurred in 1970 where the Congress may establish voting age for federal elections, but not for local or state elections. Oh, okay, okay. So he was trying to get it yeah. pushed. Yeah. Wow. So that's, in 71... I can both, get behind that. I know, wow. right? Like, Yeah. So he was pushing yeah. for that. He was called into army reserve three days into his campaign when he oh. announced his candidacy, and then oh, he, well. he resumed his campaign after being discharged. Wow! He was elected to city council to the Cincinnati city in 1971, but he resigned in 74 after admitting to hiring a prostitute. Oh well. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, um, <laughs> you know, I was I was on his side, and I mean, the police like, the police wasn't the... co- this wasn't co- the episode was uncovered when a police raid on a, a force. Police... A police raid on a Kentucky massage parlor found a check Springer had written pinned to a wall in their office for services rendered. Later on the Jerry Springer Show, <laughs> this man left a check in his in his prostitute's well, house. We don't know the full deals with the prostitute's house. I, I wish I knew more about the Jerry Springer Show. So it's interesting show, you so that you say that you're on his side yeah. until you, you mentioned prostitution. Well, I mean, not... <sighs> I'm sure there's something problematic it's, with it. It's not like... Like that's that's a question because like like FDR mm-hmm. was a hound dog, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Elliot Spitzer was unseated from his governorship mm-hmm. pretty much because he was he was like Carlos Danger or was mm-hmm. that Anthony Weiner? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But like so, some of those guys like had legitimately good careers yeah. and like they were doing good mm-hmm. good work and they were like fighting against like big businesses and stuff and then you have it like. Get taken away because they're you know but why is hiring a prostitute oh. bad like if you admit to hiring a prostitute everybody's like yeah. oh you horrible person well he admitted it to it huh yeah this man admitted to hiring came, a prostitute he, he came clean at a press conference wow. and then because of his honesty he won back a seat in 75 by a landslide oh so people that that's a story of forgiveness then and he was like yeah people are like, like hired a prostitute? yeah I hired one last <laughs> week he's just like <laughs> me he's like the common people yeah he he was in 77, he was chosen Ugh. to serve one year. He could only serve one year as mayor due to the political arrangement at the time. Hmm. That required the Democrats to split the mayoral term with the local centrist group. What? Wait, what? Yeah. What? The Democrats they were... to re- split their... With How... a centrist group called the Charter Party. How could you get anything done? They didn't. Because he supported a change to a local election system so that council members would be elected by districts, thus hmm. best r- better representing neighborhood interests. Instead of the 9x at large system, but his efforts, as well as everyone else to date who has supported such a change, did not meet with success. Wow. That is like gerrymandering. Yeah. Like all the way back then. So he's trying to like crush it and it's still failing. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Man, this is still a problem too. It's like. In 1982, he sought the Democratic nomination for governor of Ohio. TV commercials for Springer's campaign references used of a check to pay for a prostitute saying he was not afraid of the truth even if it hurts. Mm-hmm. He finished, So he owned it. He owned it, yeah. He, which I've always maintained that, like, if you fuck up like, even, like, okay, so hiring a prostitute, like, personally, I don't have like, there are huge moral crimes with prostitution because of this crime elements that surround it. And I agree. But, right. like, safe sex workers I think should be a totally, like, valid career choice. Yeah. And you shouldn't be shamed in hiring, like, yeah. Going through the proper channels. If you hire a, a person for sex, there shouldn't be anything shameful about that. Yeah. Like what? How is that different than going on a date with a girl and expecting like, to get laid? Expecting to get laid because I was nice and I bought her dinner. Well, I mean, fuck that's, me. That's like creepy. Yeah, but that's what no. the expectation is. Like, oh, the, she didn't put out on the third date, bitch. Like it's it's this like fucking weird like economic system where we go, okay, it's okay to like date a woman and like sleep with her because or man just but, but you're you're saying that you expect the same like like the 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 equation mm-hmm. is the same you have man plus woman man plus woman plus money yeah equals sex yeah the equation still remains the same and it's just the, the, the money is like dinner yeah, or whatever the date but why not just have that be, be money and like i know straight up money yeah and yeah. i know the problem With, like, prostitution. Like, you have pimping, you have abusive women, you have the underage problem, you have drug abuse, you have all these issues. But if you can create a safe environment for sex workers, it's a net positive. It gives a safe outlet. It allows for people to, like... True. Basically, there's a lot of people who need to get laid. (laughs) I really don't know that much about, like, legal prostitution or where it's been successful. Just besides, like... Yeah, besides, besides, like, jokes about Amsterdam, you know? Amsterdam, Um, some places in Germany... Um, Sweden, some other mm. set of those places. And they find that, like, if you regulate... It's the same thing with, like, decriminalization of drugs. If you decriminalize the activity, you see huge returns. Yeah. Because and I mean, like, decriminalizing at least, like, mm-hmm. non-viral, ugh, non-violent drug offenses. Mm-hmm. That that seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. Because, hmm. so like, so with prostitution is weird, too, because it's not actually... You can pay somebody for sex... It's not um. illegal to pay somebody for... Or, yeah, it's not illegal to pay somebody for sex. It's illegal to solicit. To ask them? To ask for them to pay you for sex. So, like, if I, if a woman came over... I was like, hey, you want to pay me to have sex with you? That's illegal. But if you asked her, hey... You, illegal. If I... Okay. Any asking of oh. sexual services for money soliciting mm-hmm. is illegal. But... If I that's because porn like, is prostitution. Like, porn is prostitution. Like like in what in in the U S. in Canada. In is the U S. Like, and Canada, that tends to be the law. Because yeah. think about so, porn wouldn't okay. exist if that if it was illegal to pay for sure. sex. Because we say, hey, porn stars fuck each other. Here's some money. Yeah, I mean, and, and like you're the paying best, them to, to have at, sex. And that is the thing is like I remember hearing an yeah, this is right. But I, I hearing a hearing an interview with a porn star yeah. at one point. And and she wasn't like the top one yeah. percent of yeah. porn star type yeah. thing, like her gig was like yeah like that's what you would yeah. want right yeah. like she she gets checked every like yeah you you're know checked, case, checked every like month she safe. has like she has like out clauses yeah. if like the shoot is like something that she like yeah. you didn't tell me that I was gonna have to do blank yeah. in this or yeah. whatever um, like it's fine. that's like the best that's yeah. like the best case you want and that, that would be nice wouldn't it you want that I guess. So, people had agency? So he finished third, a distant third, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Well. And uh, in 1980s, he played a sa- r- role in saving the Cincinnati Union Terminal. He considered running for the Senate in 2000 2004, but backed down due to negative associations with his show. Wait, 2002 to 2004? 2000 and 2004, but he wow. backed down. Yeah, I know. So he was even thinking about that, like, that's nine years after his show yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, his broadcast career started when he was an undergrad. Okay. And he was a political reporter at Cincinnati's NBC affiliate, which was the lowest-rated news program. Hmm. Um, he he came up with a catchphrase: "Yeah, take care of yourself and each other." Within two years, he was Cincinnati's number one news anchor, along with his partner Norma Rashid. Wow! Uh, after take five, take care y- of yourself and others, and each other, and each other. Yeah, wow. take care of yourself and each other for five That's a years. Really nice sentence. Yeah. Alive. Anyways. for, for yeah, I know, right? For five years, he was the most popular news anchor in the city, gathering ten local Emmy Awards for his nightly commentaries. Um, I wonder, wow. I wonder what this sound like. I know, right? And then he debuted in... Oh, come on, go back. In Jerry Springer in 1991 to look like the Phil Donahue show, all mm-hmm. the way down to Jerry's haircut and glasses. Um, in 1994, they revamped the format. This is where it goes crazy. Okay, okay. And the show became more successful to be targeted towards tabloidish sensationalism. Guests of guests were everyday people confronted on a television stage by a spouse or family members adultery, homosexuality, prostitution, transvestism, hate group membership, or other controversial situations. These... <laughs> How? Wait! I just don't like. How did he? You're, you're I gonna, know you're gonna. He's like into, such a woke dude. I'm sure you're gonna get into like the the, the reasons for this at some point. But yeah, like, 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 what does he go from? I don't know. It's so cool. Like it's transformative. It's like, cool. It's, it's, I think it's we like it's, it's weird. Co- like, it's a Renaissance man decision. He's like, fuck it, I'm doing this. A kind of right, like he had a, he had a KKK member square off against like his black girlfriend or something weird like that like the KKK member didn't tell his black girlfriend that he, he was, was part of the KKK, KKK, KKK and then revealed it on the show like, this girl. Like, he's, yeah. like he's like he's <laughs> like like the girlfriend she, she sleeps over at his, at his apartment yeah. and she's like
1: oh my god honey what's in this this, like, this think,
0: closet he's like oh no don't go, don't go in there I think don't, she, I think she was on the stage and then yeah. he came out in this Klansman uniform and they had an argument and then he took off his hood and then revealed that he was like how would okay what well, <laughs> Because, okay, set that up. Because like, she's having an argument with the clan's member, yeah. and then like he reveals, it's revealed, "Hey babe, it's me." <laughs> and then like, is he supposed to be the good guy? Like, you're supposed to. This is like they're teaching her. I a think lesson. that was one of they're the. They're teaching her a lesson <laughs> about being, you know, yeah. open to yeah. other people. Is that? Is that oh god. <laughs> By 1998, it was beating the Oprah Winfrey Show in many cities. 1998. Yeah. Wow. And was reaching more than 6.7 viewers. Mm. However, it was not without its controversy, because in July 10, 2002, the sons of guest Nancy campbell Penitz, who was murdered by her ex-husband after they appeared on May 2000 episode with his girlfriend, oh filed suit against Ringer, his producers and his distributor, claiming he created a mood that led to murder. Ultimately, the monetary claims were dropped, and the show agreed to waive claims for malicious malicious prosecution.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder... Could could a show There's like also a British The to, Springer Show. Murder. Oh, so it's d- UK d- did version. Did he go back to yeah. jelly old UK? And it's more subdued and tongue-in-cheek. Hmm. Well, now, blighters, let's have a look at this <laughs> clans member. <laughs> wink, wink. He was also the second American um, talk show host to travel to Cuba after Conan O'Brien. Before the Jerry After O'Brien. Conan O'Brien, because yeah. Conan went like. A year ago? Yeah, for the Jared Springer podcast. It must have been recent. Wow. Yeah. Dudes. I mean, like, look at that. Can't you see him as Magneto? Look at that. Yeah, I could see him as Magneto. Yeah. I really could. Yeah. All right, guys. Get it trending on Twitter. <laughs> uh, uh, Springer for Magneto. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag it up. He was on American's Got Talent, but whatever. Uh, he what? hosted Miss World for whatever reason in Des Moines... Oh, and he was the guest host for WWE WWE Raw, huh. in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Mister, <laughs> Mister John Cena, <laughs> uh, your your mother is really <laughs> the Undertaker, and then he like comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So the whole Weird. information about this is going back to the um, the depressing part. He was on the BBC One's television series Who Do You Think You Are in two thousand eight. Who do you think you are? Which is where he learned about his grandmother oh. and his two grandmothers. And, so, um, wait, he didn't know before? He didn't know before. He wept openly when he learned oh, how God. they died. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He covered the 2016 United States presidential election for ITV's Good Morning Britain. What? Who is.
5: Yeah.
0: What? Yeah. I know. He's like, he's a, a man of many talents. Like. Campaign advisor to Robert F Kennedy, mayor who hired a prostitute. Like, is, is this <laughs> born in a tube station? <laughs> born in a tube station. <laughs> like, like Pecos Bill or like one of those yeah. like old-fashioned American westerns. Like, yeah. he grinned down a bar and he and he yeah. born in a tube station. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was on he was on an episode in the ninth season of Roseanne, and he was on the X Files episode, The Postmodern Prometheus. Hmm. He's voiced Post-modern himself. <laughs> yeah, He's voiced himself on the Halloween episode of The Simpsons titled okay. "Starship Boopers." He appeared in the third season of *Sabrina the Teenage Witch*. Like, he hmm. played the U.S. president in *The Defender*, directed by Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, he appeared on
0: *Space Ghost Coast to Coast*, *Married with Children*, *George Lopez*, *Days of Our Lives*. Cameo appearance with *Late Night*. With Conan O'Brien as a random audience member. Hmm. He was on a theater as Billy Flynn in Chicago. Hmm. Uh, like, was this all... Like, how old is he? I, this was all in 2004, 2010. He's like in his... He's 73 right now. Jeez. So he was like 65. No, oh, no, sorry, like 50-something. Wow. Like, what are we doing with our lives, right? Well... What a story. Huh? Other projects. Like, just, like, think about his life. Think about all the stuff he's done. I, I know. It's insane. Dude, talk to Robert F. Kennedy. What was his advisor? And then, like, went on to have a crazy show? Like, again, yeah, I don't I know. get... Like, what's the thing? Like, where's the mentality behind that? Dude, like, I don't the... know. I really yeah. don't know. He had one marriage. And he's a New York Yankees fan. Did, and did, did the marriage end? The marriage ended, yeah. 94. Is it because she was a Mets fan and he was the Yankees? <laughs> uh, married in 73, they had one daughter, and they divorced in 1994. Wow. Yeah. You you don't love me anymore, <laughs> you love your show! <laughs> That's not true, baby. I At, I, most, I, at hmm. most New York Yankees home games, whenever a fight breaks out, the crowd will start chanting, Jerry, 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 which is how the crowds in his show right. chant. What? Uh, hmm. Yeah. That's Weird Al Yankovic, Jerry Springer. Yeah. Hey, which we should on? we should put in, it right here. Oh, don't worry. A good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go to the most important question though. There's been twenty six seasons. Yeah. So this is like this is the on, big question, like the same amount as The Simpsons. Yeah. Or it's close to so it. So it's near the Simpsons. that's insane. Level. 26 seasons. It's still going from since 1991. He's still doing it. How many episodes do they have, Jacob? So 26 seasons. Mm-hmm. The each okay. Here's another thing. Each episode is 43 minutes. Whoa! Each episode. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Each episode is 43 minutes. Hmm. Okay, so 26 seasons. I'm gonna say that they have long, long seasons. Mm-hmm. They have long for the episodes. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do a little little math here. And say that this over a thousand, dude, three thousand oh, nine hundred and eighty one plus episodes. All right. Oh god. Okay, <laughs> I was thinking like a thousand. Like Let's watch all of them. Or something. <laughs> no, three thousand nine eight hundred ninety-one plus episodes. I'll tell you how it Keep starts. He enters the stage by sliding down a stripper pole. Go on. Pumping their right hand, chanting "Jerry, Jerry." That's the crowd. They settle down. He then welcomes viewers to the show, introducing a particular situation or topic. He announces the entrance of another guest who the first guest would like to confront. A confrontation usually occurs between the two guests, often breaking down into a brawl, which is eventually broken up by onset personality. Once the fighting has been quelled, Springer interviews the second guest. In many episodes, there's a third guest involved in the situation who is also interviewed and who takes part in the on-stage fighting. It is not uncommon for a fourth guest to become involved. Often guests will be given a cup of water after fighting, ostensibly to cool off, but inevitably the guests toss the water at each other, thus resuming the altercation. The cycle is repeated for each set of guests on the show. Okay, how fake is this, by oh, the way? Oh, it's, very, it's a, lot the... it a lot of it scripted. A lot of it is scripted. A lot of it is sensational. But, like... So then there's the... Hold on, so you'll like this part. Um, there's a question and answer segment where audience members ask guests relative to their situations. they usually the questions, insult a guest or flash their breasts in exchange for jerry beads, which are Mardi Gras style beads with the what show logo. the... F- some what? audience. Some. With Jerry beads? With Jerry beads. Those sound disgusting. <laughs> They're Mardi Gras style beads with the show's logo. That's. If they flash their breasts. The producers then select a person with the most memorable <gasps> question. Some audience members will ask serious questions, which get mocked by the audience who say, Go to Oprah. So, like, everyone's in on the joke. Yeah. Springer then ends the show by giving a formal lecture, sitting by himself on the stage. On the principles of refined values in regards to the featured guests. Wait, 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 no, what? What? <laughs> he ends the segment with the concluding statement: "Till next time, take care of yourselves and each other," which was a sign-off line. What? Yeah. So wait, he has a formal lecture on like <laughs> the end, on the values on the We've refi- had a lot of fun here, yeah, today yeah, talking about transvestites. <laughs> but you know, the true thing is is that transvestites are people just like you and me. Mm-hmm. They're weirdos, but they're. Define are fine and polite, yeah. and you should respect them too. This has been Jerry Springer, <laughs> signing off. Take care of yourself and each other. Yeah. Generally, he tends to present wow. while pacing the aisle steps between the seating areas rather than on a podium or mark on the main stage. This is thought to protect himself from potential violence. Sometimes they show old episodes, some with a false masterpiece theater-like theme in Patina. I don't... So there was like... Did this... <laughs> Um, so you said that it started getting more sensational around like 2000. 94. Before okay. overhaul. So like, has like ironic, like entertainment like that been around since? So it was slightly changed in 2007. Like everyone know, like every, everyone's in on the, is, is that the thing? I, I think thought, everybody's on the joke. I always thought it was like, people thought
1: it was like serious. I always thought it was, it, it, I don't know.
0: Steve Wilkos was the director of security from 1994 to 2007.
1: Why does Steve Wilkos sound familiar? Steve
0: Wilkos
1: did... It does sound The Steve Wilkos show. Oh, maybe that was it. Oh, yeah. So that was the show that I'd come home sometimes and actually watch. That was it. It was the Steve Wilkos show, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so, so the search um, for higher ratings on the program to change towards more provocative topics. Becoming more successful when it geared towards youthful viewers. However, there were some traditional and serious topics. In December 1904, the show started featuring such topics as My boyfriend turned out to be a girl, or I want my man to stop watching porn. As well as as investigating which are sexier, bigger, or smaller breasts on women. More traditional topics? Is it, wait... Oh, God. In 1995, there were two performances with by Comedy Central transgender star Jade uh. Esteban Estrada. It became a freak show where guests seek 50 minutes of fame through discussion and demonstrations oh. of their deviant behavior. This is making me feel so... Springer wanted people uh. to send him videotapes in '96 explaining why they wanted Springer to tape a show in their home. This it is... was incredibly successful and all of a sudden it rocketed to number one. I, uh, I, some, re- some refused to carry episodes such as I Married a Horse. <laughs> I Keep going. <laughs> Uh, I I feel I feel worse about this than I did when we were talking about the Holocaust. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Let's see some controversies. <sighs> um, by the way, I if would... we watched every single episode, yeah. it would take two thousand eight hundred hours. That's a hundred and eighteen days. That's doable, but that means like <laughs> nonstop. Like, that's all we do. That's in 19- a third of your... <laughs> Between mind. 1997 and 98, it reached its peak. It also featured nonstop fighting, 5 to 12 per day during one April 1998 week. Lots of people were very angry about it. Explain. Springer explained that the violence in the program looked real to him, also arguing that the fighting in the show never, ever glamorizes violence. What? Like, that's what he's worried about? That people yeah. are
5: were like, you worry make about authenticity. this show, you make yeah. this
0: show, you should be, that's what it is. That's what people want to see. Like, why? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, here, here's, here, I think a large part of this explanation comes here. Springer stated in an October 2000 interview with the Reuters news agency, I would never watch my show. I am not interested in it. It's not aimed towards me. It's just, this is just a sh- silly show. I, I don't like that. I don't... I don't get it. Men being violent against women is never acceptable. Yeah, sure. In Ringmaster, like- Ring- on or off camera, in Ringmaster, which is his autobiography, Springer mentions that he will always ask women if they want to press charges if they do get hit. They can- wow, how chivalrous of him. <laughs> He's going to ask them if they, they want to press charges. Like, yeah. what? The audience is not allowed to shout anything that encourages or sustains violence among the what, guests. What... <laughs> nudity the partial exposure of breasts and buttocks as well as the middle finger is pixelated and most profanity is bleeped as well too i no i'm sorry it's no it's just, a, i'm not i'm not defending I'm, I'm just explaining no no no. but i'm just saying i'm sorry i don't think like like no that's that's not a defense you can't defend yourself about this this is you, you, you. Jerry Springer is admitting that he knows that his, his show is horrible. Yeah. And he knows that everything is fake it's and purely that this there. Then, like, no, I'm sorry. You do not get off scot free by saying, "Well, it's just a silly show," and I just you implicitly support this thing. That's how you made. You wouldn't have all this other platform to be on unless you. Did that. Yeah, it was, I, very, it was a very cynical move. He's like, I need more ratings. I need to get more popular. Here's how I do it. It's a very. It was a what super. What happened? What happened to the bright-eyed uh, campaign advisor to Robert Kennedy? Huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe something about how that campaign ended. uh, Maybe changed his mind. (laughs) I just answered my own question. I think Jerry Springer. Oh God, this is so dark. I think Jerry Springer ultimately is a very interesting character. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, he's a very. It's a very interesting. I mean, I mean, admittedly, there are problems, but uh, I think there's a lot to admire. I think his early campaigns for ratification of the 26th Amendment. I mean, that's cool. I think his cool. attempts to stop I'm, I'm gerrymandering in Cincinnati. Uh, but, like... You know. And who knows what his podcast is about. And, like, maybe he's... That's true. You know, All right, guys. Go go check out his podcast. <laughs> Tell me what it's like. No, just kidding. <laughs> Don't do that. But Do, it's, so, do get Jerry Springer for Magneto trending. Yeah. Like, Springer... Because yeah. Springer, that Magneto works, too. Springer. Because Magneto, at his core, is not a healthy individual. And if the Jerry Springer show is any indication, Jerry Springer is at his core not a healthy individual. Yeah. Would you argue that? He can't have his cake and eat it too. I mean he did with the prostitute. Literally. I mean, yeah. <laughs> 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 but I mean, like, I mean, I kind of admire the fact that he's up front about a lot of things, that he's like, yeah, I don't watch my show, it's stupid. Like, yes, it's cynical. Yes, it's really bad for people. Yes, it's, like, high-roading and oh, chivalrous that he says women should press charges, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's way better than him going, like, no, my show is real, like, a la Alex Jones or, like, whatever. Yeah, but that makes that makes him an easily hateable person. This, this, this complicates he, things somewhat. Yeah. Maybe not a ton for me, but it complicates it a little bit. Like, Alex Jones, I can just... Hate. Yeah, and... Be not really have any. I don't have to think any longer than that. Yeah. He's just an awful human being who said that the new, you know, the Newtown, you know, Mass shootings was, weren't real. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, this has been a really pleasant uh, conversation <laughs> all been, so far. All over the place <laughs> so far. It's Looking been, great, guys. Looking oh. great. So again Jerry Springer interesting man I think we're gonna do more of these deep dives on people people that we just sort of think maybe there's something more to them maybe there isn't again this all started because of suggestion well I think it'll be people bands yeah remember yeah, yeah. that's right of course we've already mentioned this and we're gonna send you on your way right now yeah I don't know how <laughs> doing. That doesn't send me on my way at all. It's like, you know, like, sort of, like, gentle music to play you up. Here. I was referencing the fact that we were gonna, that we were thinking about this, well, I originally was thinking about this for, you know, uh, rest and Rude. Oh. Yeah. Do, do, do. Hold on. That was the joke for that. Oh.
3: Aberdeen, Washington, and I'm a proud American and a terrorist fighter. That's right. Hey, give me another beer, bitch. Now with the day bin Laden comes to town. I'ma drop a deuce, swipe it up with his towel. Mow my lawn, sit on the couch. I'ma watch some football. I prayed to the Lord, the cowboys went and beat the hell out of them damn redskins. Call up the boys, get drunk as shit. Goddamn ride of my mirror. I'm American, got a picture of Reagan above my fire, next to the deer, I shot with my rifle, NRA, hell yeah, I support them, no pro-choice, no abortion, Mexicans, send them back over the border, ride on home to Samoa, wherever they come from, they're taking our jobs, eating our hamburgers, taking our jobs. They're taking our jobs I see them in the field I'm taking their head off I hate my job And I hate my boss But I love my country And I pray to God And the Cowboys win Fuck yeah, Romo And the Cowboys win That's right, that's right, that's right Come on Everybody Just clap your hands If you love our country If you love our land That's right And if you're not clapping your hands You're a terrorist And you eat sand
1: Hey it's me, your best friend, checking in. You doing okay? Comfortable? Have a pillow? Been sleeping alright? Have you been eating? Well, I bet you have, and you will, too, with this special promo that we have from Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the best? No, I'm not gonna do one of those today. Uh, the reason why is this uh, Picks of the Week kind of got me feeling down, uh, at least mine. Amanda and uh, Alden's are... Are wonderful. They're very exciting and very happy. Mine is a little bit more on the heavier side. My pick of the week has to do with police brutality and the NFL and the intersection therein. This is a little bit of old news by the time this recording will be dropped and into your ears, but Trump has stirred it up again with Mike Pence. Uh, going to an Indianapolis Colts game pretty much just to walk out five minutes into the game when the Colts all kneeled on the field. And uh, it's kind of the reason why I've picked this song, which is American by Macklemore, which is a violently satirical take on a rural Republican voter from the Obama era. Every so often i listen to it when I'm feeling, I don't know, angry about uh, the other side of things as I see it. And maybe it's kind of like working through a catharsis or something like that. Macklemore's known for being kind of a silly guy, I think, mostly. I mean, his biggest song is Thrift Chop, about him going thrift shopping. But he also drops these things that are this kind of satire, which is really appreciative, especially when I'm a white guy who listens to rap, too. Someday I have to confront my overwhelming guilt when it comes to appropriating culture through listening to music like this, but for now, I'm just gonna listen to it because I'm too bummed out. You'll hear more of my rant later, but for now, it's just a low point for me feeling about my country, so I apologize for bringing the party down that way. To ride us out today, instead of having our normal real human beings theme playing, I'm gonna play uh, Unlimited Together, which is a way more inspiring, way more uplifting track by Chance the Rapper, which shows some hope for our country, and that's kinda what we need right now. Anyways, sorry for hogging the mic so long about this, Amanda and Alden, but I guess that's the benefits of editing it. I get to say whatever the hell I want. Anyways, from all of us here in podcast land and Dark Wolf Media, we'd like to wish you, um, just a happy day. Go out and do something that makes hey, you feel great. Till next time. I mean, like, Bye.
3: I want to fuck a terrorist. Guys, I'm kidding. I like Romo. I don't like Romo. I said fuck terrorist, not I want to fuck a terrorist. You wouldn't. If you caught Bin Laden, you wouldn't give him one in the butt. For America, if you said no homo right after you did it, it doesn't count if it's terror. Hey, little Aberdeen, come in here. Yeah. Hey, come see the National Family Anthem. Come on. USA, 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 hey, hey. USA, 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 USA. USA, USA! USA! Hey! Hey! That's right. I'm an American citizen. Aberdeen, Washington. This is my country. And just because Barack Obama won the presidential election does not mean that half the country doesn't feel the same way I do. to America, yeah, and I live in America, come on, and I live in America, I need two, dad, let me get him, and I live in America, yeah, and I live in America, shut up, little Aberdeen shut the fuck up, my bad, let
0: me tell him, that's right, I'm American, all right, everyone, so Amanda disappeared for that last section, but she's back, yep, mm-hmm. hey Amanda, how's it going? It's good, how are you? <laughs> How's your So just a, just a little just a little little mini thing here. How how's how's your time back in China been so far?
4: Oh my gosh, it's been
0: Have eight. you enjoyed coming back?
4: Yep, yeah, I sweat without <laughs> even having to move, so that's good. I mean, it's better, it's, it's better now. It's better Today now. Today was the first day actually no. I was saying to Kate when we were downtown. I was like, "Today's the first day where I can be moving and not sweating at yeah. the same time." So, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> there was another day Jacob would... <laughs> too hasty. <laughs>
0: Jacob was asking me about uh, like what makes a good day, and I'm like, when I can wear pants and not sweat. Oh, and that's pretty much how it goes
5: down.
4: But yeah, it's been good. Um, so my, yeah. My job's been... Can you open that? Sure. My, I like the classes that I'm teaching. My kids are really nice. Really interesting teaching the girls compared to the boys. Especially mm. I'm doing grade 12 girls and yeah. like yeah. grade 10 boys. Yeah. So it's a big jump.
1: Yeah. yeah. Different learning yeah, different styles. I
4: imagine.
0: <laughs> that's cool.
1: So cool. I uh, have to have you on for an official
0: Bing search. Yeah. Something. Okay. But for now, we can do Picks of the Week. Aw, thank you. Yeah. So we're, we're moving into our, our favorite section. Or just one of our sections, I think. I think that's better to say. Picks of the Week. Where we choose something that we've just been liking this week. And uh, I'll start. Uh, it's a game that I bought the other day. Wow. What I'll a A game. A surprise. Uh, a video game. It's called Echo.
3: What is this?
0: narrates the story of uh, a young woman who is part of a cult that believes in this planet called the palace which is this sort of mythical thing and she's lost her partner um, her sort of crime partner she goes there with this uh, AI ship and she lands on the planet and it's this vast structure and it looks like the palace of Versailles inside mm-hmm. but it's endless like it's fractal everything repeats so it's the same chairs it's the same couch it's this sort of endless repeating maze essentially that she's like trying to find this place where supposedly somebody can be reborn from death so it's a it's a mission and she's sort of this wayfish figure with like this sort of bobbed white hair and it's all very sci-fi and it's left to like a lot out to your imagination how, how much have you played of this game i've how played it at hours? least two hours so far and it's been an absolutely fascinating game i really really love it i just think it's funny how don't take this as a criticism but I know you will, because you'll immediately do this. But um, uh, all of your picks of the week, whenever you talk about video games, it's always things that you haven't finished yet. You've always started playing. I haven't finished many You're games. right at the beginning of it. You're still no, in the, the honeymoon phase. No, the, the game is relatively uh, short. I know okay. that much. I've, right. I've, I've read reviews. The game is relatively short. That's you can good. finish it within like 10 to 12 hours or something like that. Yeah. Um, but the, it, the basically the mechanic of the game is that you... You go forward and there's these um, simulacrum, these echoes that get created that look exactly like you, which is very like creepy, because mm. you see them standing there and they look exactly like you and they want to kill you. That's all they want to do. Their, their job is to run up to you and kill you. And when the lights are on, when the palace is lit, they learn from you what you do. So if you open a door, they learn how to open a door. So what happens is you go through the thing, they're sort of staggering around in this sort of vaguely autonomous manner. If the lights are on, they're learning from you, then the lights go out, and then everything resets. And then whatever you did when the lights were on in the past one, they now can do. So let's say you're running around, you shoot one, you open a door, and you jump down. The next time the game resets, they'll be able to shoot guns, open doors, and jump down. But then if you wait through that one, you can like reset them again. Each reset like loops back. So you have to like think about what moves you want to do in the next playthrough to make sure that they don't have the moves to stop you. So you have to like metagame yourself. Because normally I like to play like sneaky and like not really engage and not do Mm -hmm. so many lethal things. But if I go, if I do that, then the next time I play through it, they're going to be sneaky and they're going to be sneaking up on me and they're going to be killing me. So I have to not do that so to make sure that I can do that in the next phase. It's this Mm -hmm. really weird way of approaching the game. It's really inventive. The music is awesome. The visuals are like stunning. The game is really creepy. It's like very unsettling watching these simulacrum like run up. You really only have like one life before they really kill you. Um, they sort of robotically chase you down and you're in this beautiful environment. It's a very beautiful game. Um, the voice acting is fantastic. Uh, I really can't say enough about it. I was blown away. And uh, yeah, I'm on to chapter four of, Ooh. of eight or 10. Okay. So about halfway. There's a lot of little side things, but it's my pick of the week. Beautiful style. Really touches all my zimmy zams or sci-fi. Doesn't say a lot Mm -hmm. about the world, but gives you just enough to sort of, like, guess as to what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Really good.
4: That's my pick of the week.
0: Cool.
1: Thanks for
0: sharing. No problem. Amanda, what's your pick of the week?
4: Mm, My pick of the week this week is going to be Will and Grace.
1: It was a television phenomenon. Winning 16 Emmy Awards.
4: Just Jack.
3: Just Jack. Just shut up. Just get in the cab.
1: And now, do we have an announcement for you?
3: You. Just you. <laughs> huh? will not you and Angelina announced their divorce the same week my relationship ends. Selfish. <laughs> Talk about a basket of
2: deplorables.
4: Will and Grace started again. Um, So after 11 years, Mm -hmm. uh, they're doing like this comeback season. And so I always used to watch Will and Grace with my mom. Mm. Um, So it's something that we used to do together um, because she really loved the show. And so I always really loved the show. And Kate, I went over to her place last night so that we could watch the season premiere. And it was kind of cool because the season premiere of this new season, 11 years after the series finale, echoes the original series pilot. Right. So, like, it starts off, they're playing um, board games or whatever Mm -hmm. uh, at the apartment. But it's just, oh, it's just such a cutesy show. Uh, Yeah, I never...
0: For for somebody who never watched it, because I never, I have no idea what it's about. I like Mm. Megan Mullaney, whatever her name Mm, is. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I like, I really like her and the stuff that she's been in. But I never watched Will and Grace. I have no idea what it's about. That's good. What is it about?
4: So, it's uh, it's just the story. Grace is like this interior designer, and her gay best friend Will, right? Uh, who is a lawyer. and And they
0: get up to shenanigans they
4: get up into some shenanigans but um, it's actually I was talking to Kate about it last night so Kate really loves the show like I grew grew up sort of watching it with my mom and I always really liked it Kate loves it it's like her go-to show when she like feels like she has nothing to watch and so she was Mm -hmm. talking about it and Will and Grace is actually the first like primetime TV show to have a man kiss another man on TV and so it's a really sort of yeah. revolutionary show in that way so it had a lot of tv firsts yeah do just you, because of uh, the of the characters and the content of the show or the nature i guess of the show mm-hmm. but it's just really good it's cutesy
0: do you think that it's still funny. applicable for today because i mean it came out like so long ago do you, do you think that the the politics has has been updated
4: um because
0: like i think definitely lgbt actually, has like you know like that that stuff is yeah. is different now you know mm-hmm. like, yeah absolutely which is awesome
4: um but... Well, the series, the news series premiere that just came out, they were actually making a lot of political jokes, like a lot of the, the jokes were sort of centered around the election and Trump right. and, yeah. and the premise of this first episode is sort of Grace gets this job to redecorate the Oval Office.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
4: Even though it goes against everything that she has ever believed in kind of thing, like okay. she is very much She's not, against, a, yeah. not a Trump supporter kind of thing. Uh, but if if the jokes were funny, they were some of them were okay. subtle but very very funny. Like there was yeah. there was just one sort of brief scene where she's like in the Oval Office or like said, of the Oval Office, yeah. and she's trying to find color schemes. So she opens a bag of Cheetos and compares it to a <laughs> <bag of> Cheeto. <laughs> oh, well, it was
1: just so funny. It's kind of interesting because like
0: the way you're describing like uh, like a show you can kind of just watch whenever. Like, that's the show I'm thinking of that I love, Megan um, mm. uh Happy Endings. She, she plays mm. um, the mom of Penny. And that's, like, a show I can throw on whenever, like, all the notes. I, I walk and out, he's watching Happy Endings. Yeah. Usually it's, he's like... He's always a, looking for those Happy Endings, guys.
2: It has an, um, <laughs> it, it has an
0: unfortunate name, uh, but usually it's, like, something that's, like, I can have on in the background when I'm, like, cooking mm-hmm. or something I don't really mm-hmm. need to pay attention to, you know? I, you know, know, I think that's important.
4: Did you know that she's married to the guy the who plays...
0: Yeah. 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 Ron Swanson? Yeah. yeah.
4: I like Ron
0: Swanson. Me too. Jacob, what's your pick of the week? Um, th- 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 this one delves into some place we haven't gone since episode... Three? Ew. Episode three? Uh, the Football Zone. Oh. <laughs> I really want to oh, I'm American, American football. football. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So um, most, recently, <laughs> most recently, let's go Vikings. That's my team. Most recently, football's back on. Football's back on the docket, and <laughs> oh boy, are people excited about this season with the favorite teams.
4: The Dalian Dragon Kings, and
0: wow, sure. wow, that, that's a Chinese. League. That's yeah. a callback. Um, woo. <laughs> thanks. No, I just. <sighs> You're the mic. Just eat your. Um, so in the NFL, uh, it just came back. Mm-hmm. I watched a bunch of the games. I found a place online to illegally stream it, of <laughs> course, because that's important. Um, I stayed. I tried staying up until like one in the morning to watch the the, the opening, the opener, and uh, like I got halfway through, and then I was like, I gotta go to bed. Um, but yeah, the Bills have been doing okay this year but that's not really the part that i want to talk about um the part that i want to talk about is colin kaepernick was a super Bowl. he participated in the super bowl in 2000 something san francisco 49ers and he recently like as in like a, a year ago started protesting um mm. police brutality and racial yeah. inequality by kneeling, uh, first he was sitting down uh-huh. so uh, this is an interesting thing uh, he, he he was protesting, but the thing that that got that got a lot of press was he was kneeling. Now he hasn't gotten picked up since, and there are off off the bench. He's a free agent. He's totally like he, he any team could come out and sign him, and there are totally teams that could use him at this point. Yeah, um, like he is. I mean, how, he's, he's not the, the best. New York, the New York Jets. Am I oh, right? The New York Jets
1: could like. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, uh, I don't know anything about football. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and this is just for me to get it off my chest, pretty much. And we can include this in a different. Like, I'll just cut this out. No, no, this is good. In, I'll put, put it another in another part. But, anyways, so he's been blacklisted by all these NFL owners because they don't want the quote unquote controversy. Is he of him black? Doing this. Yes, he is black. He has an interesting. Uh, History with Mm -hmm. race because he was adopted and he grew up in a primarily white Mm -hmm. area with white um, adopted parents Mm -hmm. and so he's had this weird like kind of transformative experience of going to the NFL kind of like not having to deal with that type of racism and then he comes to it and he's like you know what wait I can't you know (laughs) hold up hold (laughs) up yeah yeah and 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 like it's a really it's a really positive thing and he doesn't just he doesn't just talk the talk he also like uh, goes to charities Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff he's a good guy like. He's good. He's not the best quarterback ever, but he's certainly better than whatever... The Jets have. The Jets have, yeah. Um, so, recently, President Trump, everyone's favorite uh, uh, orange Gollum... Cheeto. Uh, orange Cheeto. The Gollum is great, though. That's a He... For some reason, during a rally for this guy in Alabama who ended up losing his congressional his Senate race, congressional race, whatever it is, anyways, to this crazy dude, uh, uh, Rob Moore. Rob Schraub. Rob Schraub, Rob, Rob yeah. <laughs> um, Rob Moore. That's not important. But anyways, in the middle of that, which is supposed to be a rally for this dude, he starts criticizing people who are protesting during the NFL mm-hmm. thing for, like, no apparent reason specifically calling out Colin Kaepernick saying, I want to get that son of a bitch off the field and fired, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if anybody did that. He's a free agent, though. You can't <laughs> Yeah, fired. He's just saying, like, if anybody <laughs> did, because yeah. it's... Uh, yeah. and, and so, and then that came to uh, next week, uh, like, there was a whole entire wave of people who participated in protests and everything by calling out Donald Trump or whatever and all this stuff, and the NFL is patting themselves in the back, And it is a a travesty, honestly, because these are the same NFL owners and NFL teams who have blacklisted Colin Kaepernick, who've donated to Donald Trump, who've supported him on his campaign trail, who are corrupt people who cover up CTA uh, uh, scandals, uh, are misogynist against women and the cheerleaders greedy corporations they steal the money for the breast cancer awareness so on and so on and so on and they get to be the good guys in this conversation because they have whitewashed this whole entire protest uh there's a great five minute video that pretty much distills everything i'm saying into a far more concise thing by nate wright and he just talks about how um these white owners have transformed the conversation from uh being about racial inequality and police brutality, which was originally what it's all about, into being one about unity and, like, respecting the flag and, like, mm-hmm. being a good football player mm-hmm. and stuff. Coward. And it's just, it's, it's, it's really a shame when you see that all of this, not even progress, right, mm-hmm. is being ripped away because white people, white fans, which the NFL is, like, 70% white people who watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of those people. Uh, are uncomfortable with the fact that somebody is pointing out that the system is wrong. Mm -hmm. And they're doing everything in their power, maybe unintentionally, but I am not... I would say that this is probably, like, on purpose. They're doing everything in their power to divert from that fact. Mm -hmm. And it's... awful to see it happening in front of you, I guess. Anyways. That's my pick of the week! (laughs) (laughs) That was... (laughs) Like, ten minutes of just me rambling, so no, sorry about that, guys. Good. No, it was good. It was good. It's, like, a tough thing, right? Like, I had this point in my head that it reminds me of something else, but I can't remember what it reminds me of now because I've been drinking too so, much. One of the things that was pointed out is, like, the, you know, the March on Washington by, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Martin Luther King. He mm-hmm. does I Have a Dream. There was a baseball player who was black who called it a mere picnic. Mm-hmm. Because it transformed from being this this protest, which was supposed to be about labor rights and equal wages for black workers, mm-hmm. and got transformed into this weird like kumbaya huggy feely thing, mm-hmm. where Martin Luther King does says you know I want little black boys and black girls to like live together, which is great you know, yeah. that's that's wonderful, but it like it took away from the actual message. The issue yeah. People, uh, black southerner uh, organizers from the south who had, like, protesters, they had to tone down the rhetoric for yeah. this because JFK allowed them to come on there, but as long as they were like, don't criticize my administration, don't, mm-hmm. you know, go too much.
2: It uh, actually kind of sounds a lot just, like...
0: Um, it's sad. You know? Weirdly, this is going to yeah. be a weird time, but democracy in China? So I was actually looking this up. Yeah. There are democratic factions that are allowed by the government, like they're okayed, but they have to be so soft. Like they have... Because basically what the government says is like, they did this with the Olympics too. I'm talking to uh, Fuller and Smart about this, but uh, prior to the Olympics happening in Beijing, the government went like full crackdown mode on t- in terms of like public politeness. So like you know the whole like Qingwei pushing thing. Yeah, I heard that. They They had the year of like just don't fucking do that. So when the foreigners show up, they think you're like good citizens. And then they also did this thing where <coughs> yeah. they said, yeah, like,
4: made them like stand in line, like yeah. you must wait until everyone gets off the train. Yeah, before they, they you like get it was on. like a year of training. Like, yeah. And then there was this... Yeah, seriously. I was talking to Kate about that, actually. And
0: then there was this other thing that they they did, is they issued, um, prior to the Olympics, they're like, this is a chance for you to complain to the government to, like, fix shit up. Like, if there's something wrong with your neighborhood, send us a complaint form, we'll send down their labor crews and we'll, like, fix that shit right now. Anybody who sent in those forms was arrested. Wow. Really? Yeah. Like, just straight up, like, just, like, black bagged. Like, just fucking... Gone. Yeah. yeah, or or like very people would show up and be like, "Hey, you need to shut the fuck up, and not talk anymore, or else we'll we'll, you know, remove you." Will uh, yeah, yeah, and that was they basically it was an online thing that you could like sign up for and be like, "Government, please help us with this thing." It was like a time to air grievances or whatever, and you'll find they do that like it's like this wave. They basically be like, "Hey, anybody who wants to be democratic," and then people will be like, "Yeah," and then they'll be like, "Ha ha!" Is it like oh, it's, so it's like purging? It's essentially it's like a self-purge uh-huh. essentially, where they just get the people who like go me, and then that's why the people who are democratic because there are groups in China that operate pushing for democracy mm. have to be so soft about it. Like they're always saying like, "No, we're against corruption. Mm. We need to have be against corruption." Yeah. So like they're really. I mean, that is a big push by thing. And then, and, yeah. and then any it. any person who's, like, basically suggesting that there should be democracy can't live in the country. Like, they have to be outside the country. Yeah. There's, like, three big guys who used to be part of the Communist Party. I can't remember their names because I blanked out when I was reading the Wikipedia article. But they just basically, they run the democratic side of China, and they're just shouting constantly, like, we need democracy now. Yeah. And they have asylum in the United States or whatever. How does that remind you about the NFL? It, it kind of like <laughs> I think that there are times when like there's an initiative put forward, right, yeah. or like a decision made by somebody. Let's say um the like Kaepernick or whatever, right? Uh. If it's co opted by something else, or if the if the thing that they're very much protesting co opts into it, mm-hmm. you can immediately like dissolve it of power. Like I think of like. So, like, the NFL basically, like, stepping in me like, no, this is a thing of, like, solidarity, and we're all going to deal yeah. with you, Kaepernick. People go, like, that's a great idea, but if you actually look at, like, the implications of that, they go, like, no, that's a horrible thing that shouldn't happen. Same thing, like, if you think about Gandhi, like, what if the British had just said, like, no, we're going to support Gandhi, and we're going to say, like, yeah, we should support... They wouldn't have had full liberation, because then half of Gandhi's supporters would have been like, well, all right, the British are meeting us halfway. We can back down. Yeah. we can We can step off, basically. We can... Relax our protest if if the administration or the powers that be are savvy enough to realize that we just need to like rather than forcefully resist but just like co-opt into it you basically remove the moderates you make the rest radicals and then you get the support back that you need because the radicals are still going to be like this issue is still important and they'd be like haha no it's not like your Martin Luther King thing like all of a sudden the people mm-hmm. who are arguing for labor rights are at the margins and they're like, well, actually, hold on, we still have this problem. Yeah. And meanwhile, JFK is like, no, you don't. No, you, you don't. don't. <laughs> All you have to fear is golf <laughs> and Cuba. <laughs> Gooding Jr. He's what just, did he do after that Oscar? He's <laughs> really he's really now, good at golf. It, turned, it turns into like it turns into like a, a Jewish person after a while. Like, what you doing? The and then, and the, new <laughs> new theory: JFK was a Jew. Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this is all 122 done. minutes. Woo! An hour and 22 already. Uh, by the way, I don't want to slap you. I don't know why you do that. That was so gentle. Yeah. So, the bait and switch. This has been another episode of Real Thing, right? Yeah. Do you want to say anything else? I think it's been a great time. I'm so thankful to see both of you here. <laughs> And thanks to our listeners as well. Keep those likes and subs- <laughs> subscriptions coming our way. You know, every little bit helps. Doesn't give us any money, but every little bit helps. Uh, that's it.
4: Thanks for letting me crash your podcast.
0: You were here this entire time.
4: Oh, yeah. I've been here this whole time. All
0: the time. Yeah. You're welcome anytime, Amanda. Oh, thanks. Yeah. All right. Oh, I should tell lights. Say... <laughs> Just let say 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 goodbye everybody Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody!
3: we want some heroes in our story we need highlights for a nightlight we need glory for a while we want results we want results hit our families hit our folks bombs bursting in the air oh say Can you see America face? We share a pair of parents, took a care of the place. We just want narrators to pick up the narrative's pace. Put on a show for us, float for us, make it easy, make some mo for us, save the day. We want a W, we tired of picking different sides. I got your jersey, just a different size. We all want you to be a buzzer beater. Find us a leader, far from Silent Bob's and Cousin Skeeters. Through the perilous fight, want you to be brave. We want us a hero, we need a teammate. People, people, we the people would like you to know that wherever you go, we're right by your side. People, people, we the people would like you to know that wherever you go, we're right by your side. Yeah. Yeah. We the people would like you to know That wherever you go, we're right by your side People, people We the people would like you to know That wherever you go, we're right by your side People We the people like you to know Wherever you go, we're right Right by by your side. side.